namaste peace love and blessings everyone it's a beautiful day today i got my hair up because it is hot it's a hot day um y'all i do want to go ahead and like get started with tips for energy healing um to teach you how to do it yourself um a lot of things can't be te um taught look at me about to use the wrong word a lot of things can't be taught. Some things you're just going to have to tap in innately. And I don't want you to sit here and doubt yourself because I know people make energy readings sound super, super hard. But you're literally, um, you know why it sounds hard? Because a lot of people, um, they channel the information. They channel it from spirits or whatever. Um, energy healing, well, energy reading, the reading part you can use the gift of telepathy you already have it this is that it's also called um being an empath you feel that energy telepathy is communicating energetically you connect telepathically versus channeling the information that's how i do it um i used to channel i used to channel um but it, it would drain me you know Whereas um, connecting telepathically is a lot more natural because that's how we're originally meant to communicate. You know, on higher dimensions, they don't speak English. Um, they use telepathy. They speak via energy, you know. And I know for some that might sound crazy, but I mean, hey, a lot of people getting these downloads. I got that myself, so it resonates and I believe that. Um, Telepathy is an extra sense. You know how they teach us we only have five senses? That's a lie. We have more. And telepathy is one. It's where we energetically communicate. You know, when you when you get bad vibes about somebody, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't feel right. Something ain't right about this person. You're using telepathy. You're speaking telepathically. You're, the energy is communicating. So don't channel the information information connect to that energy um because i mean either way you look at it it's still kind of you know because i know some people make the oh well i don't want to open myself up when you channel the information you're opening yourself up on a bigger um is channeling is actually a lot more dangerous than connecting telepathically telepathic um abilities is more natural it's something that just can't be helped you know no matter what um, innocent face someone wears you can pick up on their energy that's just automatic with telepathy but channeling in information it really is dangerous because you don't know what you're channeling to anything could come across um anything could come in um if you don't know what you're doing you know of course there are safety measures to be taken but you don't have to channel information that's working too hard See me, I always call myself a lazy practitioner because I'm going to find the most efficient way to do things. And once I learn that you don't have to channel. Um, sorry, I got interrupted and had to pause the video. I forgot what I was saying. Um, but anyway, you don't have to channel information about people. You can feel telepathically, you know, so I need y'all to start practicing telepathy oh look at that the time had went uh from triple threes and now my clock says triple fours look at that <laughs> but um it's 444 right now um but yes work on building that muscle telepathy is a muscle that must be built um so you have to keep practicing and practicing and believe what you feel Believe what you feel because you'll get confirmation for yourself because you already know how to channel. Um, I mean, let me not say channel. You already have access to information. You just don't trust the information that you're getting. And that's the problem with a lot of people. I know that they make energy reading seem so complicated, but it's really not. It's literally what you've always been doing your intuition your gut feeling things like that that's energy communication you've always done it now you can do it more intentionally and more mindfully that's the only difference before you you weren't really aware that it was a uh, inability 
you know, or an extra sense because we only get taught that we get five, we have five senses, but we have more. You're a multi-dimensional being, so you have way more. It's just that your DNA has been dumbed down because of the biological and psychological warfare. And that's why um, I tell people, um, you know, drink more water, you know, stay, stay keep, keep your hydration up. Because that will help. I notice that I don't necessarily, I can't necessarily connect that well if I'm dehydrated. You know, because your body um, runs off of energy. Um, you know, you have electricity in your body. So you have to keep feeding your body um, electrolytes. Like you, you have to keep up with this vessel if you want the communication to come in properly. You have to do that. And when I fall off, I really do misread energy. Like I had a whole apology list of people I had to from times when I wasn't taking care of myself and like I misread the fuck out of them and I had to go back and apologize to those people. Um, but you have to keep up with your body, you know. And that's why um, a lot of people do get drained. And I'm not saying that um, with telepathy, you um, don't feel tired because depending on who the person is of course they can make you feel tired but draining it makes you feel way more tired if you understand what i'm saying um but you want to exercise that muscle of telepathy you already got it you are you just got to do it more mindfully and um practice that uh, before your session if you're doing this profession if you want to do this professionally um, you need to find a, you need to clear your space as much as you can clear your space, ground yourself, clear your space and you and yourself always clear yourself. Then, um, ground, set up your protections, whatever your protections are. Me, I usually call in 12D shield of protection, um, white light of protection. I, I call on any protection that I can. <laughs> Um, and I call it in for myself and my client. Okay. Um, and I just, um, after I'm done clearing, um, grounding and calling in protection, then I set the intention to connect to their source self. And I ask that it allows me to receive any messages meant for that person to um, in this now that will benefit them, you know, on their healing journey or whatever it is that they're seeking. And I noticed that you get a better connection that way because some people, they go against their intuition where their source self is telling them, no, don't get a reading. Don't do this. Don't do that. And they'll go and do it anyway. And then that's how a lot of people get messed up. So out of respect for that, and because I know people do that, I still do kind of like wait for an indication from their own source self um, to connect with mine. And um, after I receive the go the green light, then I go through with the session. And what it looks like for me is like um, I'll see their source self like way up there it's like they're connected to the like this silver thick rope and it goes down into the person's crown chakra and you know all into their body and stuff um and it's like i take like i'm sliding down that thick rope this thick silver rope and i'm not sure but i'm not sure why but it always goes like that because first i'm talking to the ultimate source self of that person and it's like they'll once their source self gives me permission, it sends me down into that person's um, wherever they are, their dimension. And um, I'm just holding on to that thick silver rope. And once I get there and I'm down there where the person is, then I'm first I'm observing them. And this is this is where your visual your visualization skills really need to be um you need to practice them and this is why meditation is important for this like this because if you blank out during a session i mean not too much harm could be done but you don't want to do that because you're doing this session with intention you know what i mean 
and you don't want to you know put certain intentions into that space but um, I'm observing the person um, it's like they're floating in the sphere of, of you know of we're like within a sphere of protection and they're like floating around and I'm expecting um, their body um, seeing what I'm being called to it's like they're just spinning around like floating around and I'm just you know with my own intention I'm moving them with my mind um, in certain positions to see you know and inspect certain things and that's how I find a lot of things and with confirmation um, I feel it in my body you know I feel it in my body. It was one lady, um, actually it was several people that's done this over the years. Um, they were just so tired. One in particular, she was so tired. She knocked me to sleep for like a couple of minutes and I happened to wake up and I was like, oh shoot, did I doze off? And I knew it wasn't me because I wasn't tired. I was not tired. Um, and I asked her, I was like, um, when's the last time you slept? Like, got some good quality sleep because I think you just knocked me out. Like, I feel tired and exhausted connecting to you. Um, and they let me know that they don't because they had so many activities from work to extracurriculars and so many other things. And I was like, yeah, you, honey, you already know what you need. You need rest. Like, you need to make the time to rest. That's what you need. And that's how it goes for me, you know, and sometimes I'm um, called to certain chakras. Sometimes um, I'm called to just um, like if it's there are that's really, really dirty, um, I'll send them through the violet flame. And what that does is that gets rid of a lot of um, debris, spiritual debris, um, because when you're pulling things out of people and you're clearing the energy, um, I usually have them standing upright, but I have the violet flame um, beneath them. So whatever I pull out falls down into the violet flame to be transmuted. And that's what I do. And then after I'm done with the whole um, checkup, you know, because coming to me is kind of like coming to a doctor for a checkup, for a spiritual checkup, you know. Um, so that's what I do. And once I'm done with everything, I heighten the violet, the violet flame and I send them th their whole body through it just to make sure it gets every single bit of spiritual debris that may be left over. And um, I send them through um, another layer of healing to seal everything so that there aren't any um, holes or rips or tears in the auric field. Um, I'm very thorough, you know, I try to do that. Um, and that's what makes people feel lighter. They feel much better. Um, and these are just things that I noticed. So you can incorporate these for yourself. Or if you're doing it professionally, you can do this for other people. But you have to be in tune with your own source self. You can't just go out there all willy-nilly, you know, like doing, because it's serious work, you know. It's very serious work. So what you want to do is um, make sure, let's review, you want to clear your space, clear yourself, ground, and um, call in your protections. You want to call it, if you're doing it for someone, like a family or a friend or something, you want to call it in for um, both of you, not just one, you know? Now, your session may not go through with mine but i noticed as i got um started practicing more and more that is the vision that would come to me you know i'm meeting with their source self and they're like okay yeah go head down to the person and you know to the physical vessel of the person and see what is wrong with their vessel what the you know what does their vessel need because like i said you are not you in the mirror you're much bigger than that there's only a fractal of your actual source within this vessel that is able to animate you that um, gives you makes you feel like you you can feel right and wrong some people don't have that and it's because they're soulless beings 
you know, they don't have a soul. They don't have any of that. Um, so they can't feel. They have no remorse. And you got to be careful of people like that because they they will vamp you. You know, they don't, they're not necessarily coming to you for the healing. They just need something to feed off of, you know. And something else that I would say with energy healing is you always want to be heart-centered. When I was doing Reiki, um, I noticed if my heart wasn't in it, I couldn't connect at all. Like, I, I, I couldn't get nothing. I could only, um, some people would tell me their symptoms, and I would have to use mundane information to get to it but I will let them know like uh, for some reason I really couldn't connect with you like that so um but this is what I'm thinking of from what you're telling me and they would of course um confirm and um it would just go from there but you have to be heart-centered that's the um key to telepathy heart-centeredness you know, that's when it works the strongest for me. I don't know about anybody else, but when I'm heart-centered, I'm connected to everything. I feel everything. So you have to um, do a lot of work with your heart. You know, you want to keep your heart protected because your your heart is like one of the most important chakras that there that there is. And get up, get get away from just the seven main chakras. You have so many other chakras. You know, go above the crown. You know, this is how people are able to um, access a little bit more information because they have expanded beyond the seven chakras. Once you master your seven chakras, go beyond that. Your soul star. Um, I believe the soul star is the next one after the crown. Yeah, yeah. And then you have so many more. I've made plenty of posts um, on it. You know, and then below your feet, your earth star chakras, you know, it's so many other chakras and don't just focus on chakras, focus on your meridians too. Like all that stuff matters, you know, focus on um, the spiritual meanings of each part of the body. Like you really have to educate yourself if you want to be the very best that there is. And I am really good because I do take the time to educate myself, you know, but don't rush yourself. Don't pile it in. You don't want to overwhelm yourself. So if you're just starting out, master your seven chakras first. Master the, the information about those. Okay. You want to master, you want to start with the seven chakras. You want to start with um, grounding and protection and clearing. You want to clear yourself before and after each session. Okay. Because you, you don't know what you may be taking, picking up. And you don't know what may attach to you. So you always want to thoroughly cleanse. You know, um, if you have sessions back to back, um, do whatever clearing you can, saging, smudging, whatever. Um, and then like at the end of the day, take one big deep cleanse. Or if you're going to do it weekly, do one big week, um, thorough cleanse. And I mean thorough, <laughs> as thorough as you can get it. But learn not to rely on tools for your clearing because what happens if you don't have access to those tools tools are nice but they may not always be available so you have to learn to clear your energy from within your own being and we're going to get into that in other episodes right now i just want to give um you guys a few tips of how i start and do my energy healing sessions so that you can kind of take away something and maybe tailor it to what works for you. Um, you may get a different vision of how yours works um, because it took time for me to get the vision that I get with connecting to the source self or whatever because it used to be that um, we would just end up in certain places and I would find that the places that we ended up in um, it resonated with the client, you know, one girl, um, she was like very goddess, like, um, her energy felt that way. And we were like, it was like, we were surrounded by water, but she was standing on like just a patch of earth. And she was just adorned in flowers. 
and she looked very beautiful and you know she said that resonated with her and I was like yeah like you're literally <laughs> and um she looked like the tarot card the world you know in the rider weight um how the person is kind of like um nude but it has something at the same time covering them up um that's what she looked like and I thought that was so cool like she had the whole thing around her um a lot of it it resonates with people um believe what you see start small start with um family or friends that you trust before going big time you know what I mean so um me I started out for free I started offering them for free and then I got better at it and better and better and better and then I went to a $25 fee which got increased to a $50 fee then it got increased to an $85 fee for a session and yes people paid those prices um and now I'm donation based <laughs> uh, that's a full turnaround right um but I realized that to the best of my ability I try not to call it a business I call it a practice because I'm not in this for business I'm not in this for um money is not my motivation this is my passion this is my gift and that's what I'm trying to um stand by that's you know I'm trying to um live by that because one not to toot my own horn y'all I'm just going by what people say they feel from me because it's true when you're as authentic as I am people come for you you know they, they come for you and at first I didn't understand why um, I needed to go donation based but it felt right it felt right to me and now I see that a lot of things that I get in like a lot of drama that I get inserted into um it's always something about money and then when i hit them with i'm donation based or i don't even charge for that information i give it for free that kind of stuns people um the people that talk about me and then their whole theory about i do this or that for money and you know it gets thrown out the window and don't be don't fear donation based because you never know what someone sees your worth as you know you never know how valuable you are to someone else it's it's been sessions where i feel like i didn't do my best at all and like i'm just like look i feel like i didn't do nothing like i really do like it, it wasn't even no point in you booking this session with me because like you good <laughs> and they would tip me like a hundred dollars and i'm like really for real you know what i mean and i learned i had to stop doing that I have to stop doubting myself. I have to stop discounting myself. You are worth what you are worth. And whatever people pay me, no matter how big or small, I'm grateful. Gratitude is a energy magnifier to abundance, wealth, prosperity, all of that. When you're grateful for what you have, you have you you get more to be grateful for. You know, everything connects for me. Everything is consistent for me. I don't put on a robe of energy healer and then take it off. I'm always an energy healer. It's what, I, it's what I'm here for. I don't disrobe. There's no disconnect in my identity. I am who I am 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So that's the thing. It is a lifestyle for me. It's not a job, it's not a career, it's not a hobby, it's me. My practice is an extension of me. And when you start looking at it like that, you take a little bit more pride in what you do. Um, and it becomes a little bit more sacred to you. So that's important. It's very important how you see yourself, how you see your practice. And I operate with three values, honor, integrity, and truth. To the best of my ability, I maintain all three. You know, some people 
well i've never had an issue with anyone um except one lady like i just i'll admit like that day when i tried to do her whatchamacallit i just i was going through something and me being you know kind of not new but still learning i should have just been like look we can't do this today like can can we do something else like can we do this another time but i went through with it because i was like i want to just go ahead and get it out the way but don't ever do that if you ever feel like oh let me just go ahead and knock these out you don't want to do that because it's um it, it can really mess up your session that's that's a key that's a signal for you to like rest take take that mental break because you will you you can burn out and self-care becomes very important in energy healing very important you have to take care of yourself when i'm not taking care of myself i gain weight i do i pick up weight so fast so you have to stay um active um you don't have to like work out like you know some gym rat or anything but you want to stay lightly active like yoga qigong or you know um breathing deep breathing you know because you want to you want to stay it helps your breath helps you stay connected to your spirit you know so you don't have to go crazy in the gym but you do want to stay lightly active to keep your chi flowing um uninterrupted um you, you want it, it to be an effortless flow that's what you want so you need to move around even if it's just going for walks in nature like move around because if you sit it you have to remember that you yourself are energy so you're becoming stagnant you don't want to ever become stagnant okay so before practicing on actually i think i'll do it this way um i don't know how many episodes it's going to take because i'm kind of like winging this <laughs> um I'm going to teach you energy healing for yourself. And then if you um, are interested, well, I'm just going to um, do for yourself first. And then I'm going to teach for other people. So we'll start with yourself. You know, you do need to learn to meditate. How to tune into yourself. You need to learn to master your mind. You know, I know people think that meditation is boring and this and that, but you do need to learn to master your mind because you don't want to blank out during a session. You don't know what you may be causing. You don't know what, like you just don't know. And you also need to understand um, how energy works. You need to understand energy upgrades and the side effects because it does. Some people will complain of a headache. Um, because when you're giving energy healing, you are technically giving an energy upgrade, you know, you're giving an energy upgrade and that comes with symptoms, you know, it could be a headache, it could be feeling tired, um, especially depending on what time of I want to say hmm, during certain moon phases for me anyway um some clients you know they're like oh you know i just feel like i need to rest and i'm like yeah you need to do that rest always tell your clients to rest and hydrate because that'll help because sometimes with energy upgrades um it can come down because your body is trying to adjust is trying to adjust to the new upgrades because a lot is going on we'll get into that later um but you also need to know when you've been vamped because you know people do that for whatever reason so there is a difference you know between like an energy upgrade because when i received reiki at first i didn't feel it but then like i was tired all the time and then i um I had a food aversion, like I didn't want food, like my appetite was suppressed and everything. So sometimes it doesn't hit you right away, it might hit you later. 
it all depends on how your body handles um, the energy clearing and sometimes people have really dense energy and once once it gets cleared it is tiresome you know they feel tired it's like working um, for having a long day of work you know your, your body your body energetically is working you know so when you go to sleep you might go into a deep sleep that's why some people sleep so well after energy healing sessions they've released all that dense energy and believe it or not that can be taxing and that's why it's important to keep your mind body and spirit um working as a team in alignment with one another you don't want to forsake one for the other you want to keep them as a team so you need to look at um the money like if you're feeling weird check mundane reasons first don't ever automatically assume spiritual things start with the mundane okay because maybe they really are sick you know um but yes you need to learn mind body spirit connection that's very important because all of them it, it matters trust me it really does matter because if their programming tells them or if their mind tells them that they're sick they're going to be sick no matter what you do like if they just even if you you like help them and they get um they get better some people are just so burdened down they burden themselves down in a victim mentality it's like they thrive off of being sick they thrive off of being a victim that they'll like their their mind will tell their body oh no that didn't work you're still sick and then they'll get right back sick don't ever take anything personal you know because i've been i can't tell you how many times i have been like people have went off on me because they didn't want to hear certain things and um like three days later to a week later they come back and they apologize don't ever take it personal so um, but we're going to get into all of this um, in the following episodes on how to heal ourselves um, and whatever sources that I've um, learned from. I have no problem sharing them with you so that you can go check them out yourself um, because it's all about doing the work for yourself. You know, you really need to learn to connect with your own source self. Okay. So if you want to learn, if you want to connect to your source self, you really do need to be doing shadow work because shadow work helps transmute dense energy. See, your source self is light. It's light. And if you're dense, then that means that you are grounded in your lower chakras and you're not going to move up um, enough to, to connect to hear what it's saying to you so you need to be doing your shadow work you know if if you don't know where you need healing or where to start going facebook and whatever triggers you first start there why does it trigger you why did it make you mad does it apply to you and be honest with yourself be honest with yourself nobody's looking be honest with yourself that's how i do it if i'm not sure like okay well where should I even start? Like, you know, I go on Facebook, scroll, and surely enough, something pops up. So you can do it that way. Me, personally, I am getting to that point where I am officially coming off Facebook, um, deleting my profile. Um, so, well, I might not delete it. I might just delete the app because it's still information that people may search for and it may help them. Um, but I won't be up there. I will mostly be up here on my podcast. And if I decide to do the Patreon, because I'm not too sure about doing it, 
I think I'll just do it because some things may require video footage so that you'll know how to do it. And that would be the only reason. But, um, yeah. Well, I think that's enough for right now. And I will see y'all in the next episode of Energy Healing. All right, picking back up with energy healing let's discuss tips and ways to help with your own energy healing as well as connecting with your own source self now this does take practice you may not get it um, or master it within the first try but don't give up keep going um, a tip that I notice with me it helps when I'm in nature um, when I'm in nature like a lot of things come to mind a lot of things um, seem to surface when I'm walking. You know, it's just a walk. You know, um, if you have somewhere you can walk around in your neighborhood or jog or whatever. Because a lot of people do physical activity to clear their mind. And the reason, the reason being is because it moves your chi. It moves your energy. So things um, move along. Whereas they're stagnant before when you're inactive. You know what I mean? Um, and so... See, this is why people who sit all the time and don't really exercise or do anything else, sometimes they're more prone to depression or, um, you know, other things is because their chi is stagnant. And stagnant chi will create um, feelings of um, mental illness, like depression, you know and then they notice once they start moving and getting active again they feel much better and it's because it's not a bunch of things building up and that's why i say physical activity um goes with the body part obviously of energy healing because when you're moving things come up um it's like the rotation is spinning again whereas there's a bunch of work piling up you're sitting um, you're not doing anything or you're dumbing your mind down with reality TV and this and that. No, when you get active, even if it's just walking, even if it's just jogging, it helps the chi move. It helps the chi flow. Um, so things will start coming to your conscious awareness. You know what I mean? And that's a great way to address certain things. And you may think it through. Um, that's what I do. You know, I, I have a lot of internal dialogue with myself when I'm walking. And that's why some people get mad when you, like, try to talk to them while, you know, you're walking. I'm one of those people, like, I really don't want to talk on the walk. I just kind of want to enjoy it because I'm having internal dialogue. And if you're talking to me, then I can't pay attention to what's coming up for me. So that's part of your me time. You know, get active, get into nature. And at the same time, you're grounding. You're grounding your energy. And if there's wind blowing, then you can use that wind to just carry away um, negative energy to transmute it. Like as it comes up to your awareness, if it's something that needs to be released, you're literally already out in nature. So you can just have the wind carry it, carry it away. Or if it's super hot, you can have the sun um burn it away you know trans the, the fire of transformation that's why i call it um you know you can it, it can be purged out that way you know what i'm saying so you want to as much as you can stay connected with nature stay connected with nature stay hydrated you definitely want to stay hydrated you got to take care of yourself um if you're unable to be mobile um, and get around like that, then play nature sounds while you meditate. You know, now you can literally just be sitting there. I know it sounds crazy, like just sitting there with nature sounds on, but it, it's very relaxing. Not only relaxing, but it does kind of um, stir your mind a little bit because the sounds of water, I use water a lot. Um, it just it, it water is emotions so it kind of stirs up your emotions a little bit you know um, whatever it takes 
you know I, I play this background noise but at the same time it's healing you and that's why a lot of people use background noise because it kind of it helps push push things to the surface so you can do that or you can do it in your tub you know make it a spa session um, for you play the nature sounds or whatever sounds the sulfagios while you're in the tub once again water is emotions it will bring things to your conscious awareness that's why i tell people take a bath you know jump in the water you might well yeah you you might want to wash off like real quick so you don't have that extra stuff but um in my experience i've done it with just a regular bath too you know i'm not necessarily well okay yeah spiritual baths you want to obviously take a bath first but for just like you just simply trying to clear your mind um you can do water meditations by taking a bath or you can do shower meditations you know water will stir up the emotions and that's why a lot of people most of the time in the shower let's be real <laughs> you are just clearing your mind like that's your like it's a sacred time because that's where you get everything out if you need to cry you can cry in the shower and nobody can tell because i mean it's water running down your face or however you do it um and that's why because the shower is the place where you just let it all out if you think about it the bathroom is a space of disposal so whatever needs to come out of you can literally be disposed of you know, in the shower, it goes down the drain. If you're thinking of it while you're on the toilet, it's going to get flushed down the toilet. You can think of it that way, you know. Um, but it's a place of disposal. So why not go ahead and get it out there? And that's why a lot of people, especially if you're a parent, the bathroom is your sanctuary. Because you could just kind of get everything out there. And then when you come out, you're good, you're great. So those are ways that you can kind of get started with stirring up some stuff you know what i mean and um don't reject it whatever comes to mind if you have a journal just jot it down jot it down if you're not ready to deal with certain things right then and there just jot it down and come back when you're ready okay because if you're going to be healing other people you need to know how to heal yourself you need to know how to be accountable for yourself. You can't be out here preaching one thing and don't live by your own code. Like, that's hypocrisy. You don't want to be a hypocrite. That's that's just not a good look to me. Not, to, not for energy healers. So you can only heal people to the extent that you yourself are healed. You know, some people do talk a good game. But when you're when you resonate with someone like a healer that you may um, emulate or something like that or admire, you're you're looking for them to lead by their own by example. You're looking for them to hold themselves accountable to their own teachings. You know, because some people talk a good game, but they're not about it. So you got to look at that. Okay, let me look. Let me see what this person is teaching. Let me see, first of all, have they mastered their own teachings? Because anybody can have that wisdom. Anybody can get that knowledge. But it takes a real master to apply it, to stick by it. You know, it's a lot of people out here that contradict themselves. They just get the knowledge, but they don't know how to apply it. So, I mean, how can they help you? That's the way I see it. When you call them out on their contradictions, I bet most of them get get offensive. Well, defensive, sorry. They get offended and get defensive. You got you to gotta look at that. Before you choose somebody to be your mentor, to be your coach, you need to see if they live by their own word. Check into that. Um, but you, this will help with your shadow work. Okay, and shadow work once again it lifts up dense energy it helps release that so that you become lighter and your your conscious level um goes up your vibration goes up you know you're no longer grounded down to the 3d plane you know you be going up to a galactic level you be going up you become more aware of your multi-dimensional self 
And that's what it's all about. You know, some people don't know that. They don't, they're not aware. And as I said, with the basic tips, all I can give you is basic tips. The rest is going to be up to you because you have to do what resonates with you. Okay? And the best advice I can give you is to let your heart lead you. If you feel it in your heart, then it is. You know, it's a lot of things about people that I felt in my heart that they would not admit to right away. But I felt it in my heart. It wasn't my mind. It was in my heart. And then, like, later on, they would come and they would tell me, you know, they would own up to it. You know, I'm trying to keep it, you know, energy healing for yourself. But I think of so many um, examples from my own practice, you know, where people will lie to you. They'll lie straight to your face. Oh, no, that's not right. And you have to understand that that's not personal to you. Let people, you know, don't argue with them. Like, oh, okay. Well, we're going to keep moving. You know, because I don't have time to argue with nobody. If you're not ready, you're not ready. They'll come back to you when they realize that, you know. And then when they do, you can just be like, yeah, I know. I knew it. I just won't go argue with you. You that, that tells me you weren't ready to receive that message. And now you are. You know what I mean? But you have to be ready. You have to be able to receive your own messages. You have to be able to receive your own messages before you could talk about anybody else. Because you can't. You, you, you just really cannot be out here preaching something that you ain't practicing. You really can't. You got to lead by example because somebody may start looking up to you and want you for their mentor or their coach. You can't be on a do as I say, not as I do type of vibe. That's low vibrational and that's like, it's a cop out. You don't want to be that person. You don't want to be it. You know, and you have to be neutral. When you're tuning into yourself because you don't want your ego to answer. Trust me, I have recently had an experience with this and it is a terrible experience. You know, when you're going through, you really do have to, as best you can, stay grounded in neutrality. Because the moment your ego starts, um, when you get offended, your ego may start to try to answer. You know, I'm trying to sort through something with my sore self and then my ego gets hurt and it's like, oh, but you remember this? No, you're justified in feeling this way or this. You have to have that discernment between your sore self speaking to you and your higher self, well, ego or victim mentality speaking to you. You got to have that discernment. I know my sore self speaks to me through my heart. Usually it's my ego that I hear in my head. You know, and your, I mean, your ego is not technically always negative, but it does make you feel like you're justified in certain things that you're not actually justified in. So you have to always go with your heart, no matter how hard it is. My heart has not let me wrong yet. The only time I go wrong is when I don't listen to it. Okay, so you have to practice heart-centeredness, and you have to release judgment of yourself. You have to release judgment that you think other people would place on you you have to release that because y'all it is a whole different type of mental freedom when you do not care what people think about you and you do not care that you messed up everybody messes up okay some people just hide it better than others well, sorry y'all got interrupted my daughter was yelling in the background I had to let her know to be a little bit quieter um but you have to master your own emotions. I'm not saying don't feel them. Yes, feel them. Let, them. let them pass through. But don't react to them. If you feel angry, allow yourself to feel angry. Punch a pillow. Whatever you got to do. But don't react to whatever caused the anger. Don't react to the situation. Okay? And after you get done feeling those emotions... 
I want you to um, expand your inner light out from your heart. Expand it from inside your, um, this is how I do it, from my heart outwards. So that you heal any rips or tears because um, low frequency emotions can rip holes and stuff in your aura. Um, so you want to like kind of fill those holes up again so that you aren't leaking energy and you're not making yourself susceptible to um, energy drainage or vampirism from other things that resonate with that low frequency emotion. Um, and anger is one, you know, um, it feeds into your pain body. It's a lot of interconnectedness with your different bodies, but we will learn um, the different bodies as we go. This is just basic information for right now. Um, I will speak briefly on certain things, and then if you want further study for yourself, I'll give you my sources. Um, one of my greatest sources is ascensionglossary.com. That's ascensionglossary.com. A S C E N S I O N G L O S S A R Y.com. Ascensionglossary.com. Um, it has a lot of information regarding um, negative alien technology and basically. Um, thoughts can be implanted into your mind like you, you kind of have to go down a rabbit hole with that one um but it is true well at least it resonated with me i'm not going to say it's true for everybody but it was true for me um you'll understand things um from more than a 3d perspective you know because a lot of people a lot of people still looking at life like it's totally 3D and it's not, y'all. It's not. It's so much more. It's so much that you're not aware of, you know. But this, if you're not aware of it or if it's not resonating right now, it's, you know, some people are just waking up and they're not aware of these things. Um, so that could be one. But as you, like, learn more and more and more, you learn more about different entities, different energies, different attachments, you'll realize you're not alone in this world it's not just humans humans are not at the top of the food chain you know what i mean um so you'll learn about all types of negative beings that feed from off of your misery because your pain and suffering creates loosh loosh is my asthma it's dead energy is what feeds them um one example that i always give is it the clown well pennywise the clown from the movie it stephen king's it you know, he told um, the 90s version, not the new one. Um, Pennywise told him, you know, the one played by Tim Curry. Um, he told him, he was like, you all taste so much better when you're afraid. And that's because fear and things like that is more like seasoning, like you're being seasoned. Um, and that's how they consume you. You know, he always mentioned his dead lights, entering his dead lights. Um, if you go onto my um, page, Holistic Alchemy, you should see the big clown picture um, of Pennywise and its information in that and its other information. You could just um, type it in, miasma, um, different things like that. So that's why it's important for you to master your fears. Actually, I would say that's one of the main things, one of the first things you need to work on because... If you fear what you see, you're going to reject it. And you're not going to evolve. You're not going to elevate. So you must master your fears. Start with that. If you don't know where to start with your shadow work, start with your fears. And I found that a lot of fears that I had was simply because of my lack of knowledge about them. But when I learned about them, they weren't so scary anymore. I remember fear is a choice. Danger is real, but fear is a choice. Okay? So, yes, there is a lot of dangerous things out here. But it's your choice to be afraid of them or just not afraid of them. 
So conquer your fears. Work on that. That may take some time. And remember, this is not a race. Do not rush. Do not rush. Pace yourself. Okay? Because as you're transmuting the energy, more things will come to you. And everything may not come right then and there. It may come in your dream state. It may come two days later. It may come a week later. It may come a month later. There, it may even come a year later. There, you, you will receive a lot of understanding of things. But you really need that patience with yourself. And that's something that I had to learn. Patience. Patience. That was not my strong suit at all. Patience was not my, it is not, it was not a strength of mine. But this journey, let me tell you, it'll, it'll teach you, it will force you to learn and master a lot of things that you didn't think that you ever could. You know, because I, I, I used to be very passive. I used to be very shy, timid, and reserved. And I didn't really speak up for myself. Um... But now, obviously, as y'all can see, I have no problem saying what's on my mind. So it was a journey for me. It was a journey for me. And that was one of the main reasons why I even started spirituality. You know, I realized I had a lot of toxic traits. You know, I wouldn't say nothing. I expected people to be able to read my mind. <laughs> and I would get mad when they could. Yeah, I was that type of crazy, y'all. Um... But start with your fears. Um, there are some quantum codes that you can use. Look up quantum code healing or quantum healing codes. Um, before I deactivate my Facebook, I think I may just share some that people can use. And what you do with these, um, I'm not charging for them because, you know, everybody is entitled to um, know this information. You will put it somewhere on your body or close to your body. Some people use the codes and they wear it in their wraps and their hats um, or they pin it on them. Like when if people wear brooches or brooches, where the freak that word is, you know, the little uh, thing on their shirt that you that they pin on it. They'll put it behind it that's underneath the shirt. And that way, it's still giving their body that healing. Me, for um, when I use the quantum healing code for fears and um, etheric implants and um, tags and stuff like that, I put it on my navel area because um, that's right there by your some the sacral chakra, which is um, would be like the second body. You know, um, also related to your pain body. Um, and I wanted to pull straight from that portal, you know, because your chakras are like portals. They're vortexes, you know, they're energy centers. So that's where I would put it or I would put it wherever I felt led to put it. Sometimes it may be your heart. Um, sometimes it may be your throat. Um, if you have like a scarf or a choker or something, you know, you can just write the code up there um, and wear it that way you're healing throughout the day you know and there are quantum healing codes for everything from common cold to removing implants and etheric tags and etheric cords it's so many you know but you have to be active in this journey if you want to heal yourself if you want to do energy healing on yourself and eventually move to doing it on others but please let me repeat do not let money be the motivation money will come money will come if I have to reiterate again that I have not been promoting my business at all at all I've literally been paying my business page dust like it is dust on it it needs to be dusted off because I have not posted there in a while People are still finding me. People are still coming to me. I have not promoted at all. The only thing I've been um, posting is my um, podcast. And I haven't really been promoting it. I just post it. And I don't post every single episode. I just post the ones that I figured um, the collective needs to hear. And then the rest I just post. And whoever listens, they listen. You know, so don't get into this for money. You cannot come into this with a lack mentality because a lack mentality will have you 
making some very bad choices it will, it will it's the quickest way people get burnt out because they're in it for the money and then they're taking they're, they're working with any and everybody that they don't need to be working with simply to collect that coin that is the fastest way to burn out because you're not meant to work with every single body some people literally they have no intentions of healing I had one person I, I had given them a reading a year ago a year prior a year later they came back and I was giving the same reading I was like wait this this feels familiar for some reason so I just happened to scroll up and I realized they had made no progress within a year and that kind of set me off a little bit because it's like okay it's been a year and you literally ain't did nothing why are you wasting my time why are you wasting your time okay you're not meant to work with everybody everybody ain't for you so do not make money the motivation you have to be in the flow you have to understand and if you want to be in the flow you have to trust that you will be taken care of and whatever happens however it happens it is meant to happen and it is happening for your own good it is not about what happens to you it's about what how you respond to what happens to you so let me make that clear let's be clear with that it's not what happens to you it's how you respond to it now I personally don't believe that you need to go through all this suffering and this and that you know it's literally how you respond to everything but we don't get taught that or we don't master that so we do suffer because we're still clinging on to old belief systems old programming old ways of doing things so it creates suffering because of those attachments and we desire to be back in our comfort zones so that desire is the root of suffering because if you don't get you the desire you mad you whining you complaining it's all that but if you just simply surrender to the change that is happening before you and just respond to it and I know this is easier said than done y'all trust me I done been there I'm not even gonna pretend like I handled it like a G because I didn't I was I was a big-ass baby because <laughs> I told y'all my homeless experience was my dark night of the soul I was crying like a big-ass baby and then eventually I just learned to accept it for what it was and I started to get in the flow a little bit I hadn't mastered being in the flow but I was you know like finding my way into the flow every now and then and then things would just work out great it will work out for me you know because the reason why and people think it's a bad thing is not the reason why things have to get stripped from you completely one they may be a distraction Two, this is the quickest way it's the quickest way for you to be ripped of this false sense of self that you've been given by society by your parents by whoever raised you or if you raised yourself whatever survival um, tactics that you use to keep yourself safe and to keep yourself guarded is stripping all that away that's the point of it you know what I mean it's not negative it doesn't mean you've been bad it doesn't mean that you did something terrible I know people love to throw that on you but it does not mean that you have to the old you must die so that means the old situations must die with it because those situations resonate with the old you and when the old you goes so does those you are on a new level okay because I used to think that that experience was the worst like who did I piss off <laughs> what spirit fucked me over like who did I offend but I realized no it was the only way to it was the quickest path okay the quickest path to my awakening to my elevation to my evolution I went through the fires of transformation fire is action it is action-oriented it is the fastest way and that's why in the um, 
tarot cards, the towers, you see fire. Fire brings about very quick change. It burns it away. You know, you place water, I mean, you place paper on water, and it takes a while for the water to absorb. It takes a while for the paper to absorb the water and sink. But if you place that paper in fire, it's going to burn away within seconds. And that's what's happening. Water is, can be smooth and gentle until you eventually start, you know, you may drown until you learn to swim. But with fire, it's just going to burn away real quick, fast, and in a hurry. And you have to be prepared for that. You have to brace yourself for that because you don't know what's going to be thrown your way. And that's why it helps to be highly adaptable. All right, y'all, I'm going on 30 minutes. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to end this and we'll pick it up in the next episode. Thank you all for listening. Peace, love, and blessings.